Welcome to In It Together. Together. I'm Jay. And I'm Courtney. And this is our podcast where we discuss mental health and self-improvement from a couple's perspective. Welcome back, guys. Hey, happy to be here today. You always are. I know. It's like my thing. I get so excited. So so I think this is going to be a really interesting one, right? Yeah, I'm really excited about today because today we're going to be talking about dream analysis. Yeah, and, and dreams in general, I think, right? Because uh, dreams, well, we've been having a lot of weird dreams lately, right? We sure have. <laughs> weird, very weird dreams. And you know what? I get this all the time. I'll be in a live or I'll be in the healing community and someone will be like, hey, I had this dream. Like, oh, it doesn't really mean anything. Or does this mean anything? Or could this mean something? Dreams are really, really important to the healing process and to the healing journey. And there are definitely, you know, things and elements in the dream that it's important to pay attention to. I don't think people recognize that, you know, dreams are the equivalent to like your brain flipping through, you know, the TV guy trying to figure out what's going on. Where does this go? Where does this go? Dreams are really, really important. So I'm excited for today to just have a discussion. Yeah, absolutely. Because like you said, right, dreams are our subconscious talking to us, right, expressing what's in there. Because a lot of this stuff, um, you know, a lot of the triggers and a lot of the stuff we talk about, right, comes from our subconscious, right? It's our body's automatic response to something traumatic that happened. And then when we're, as we're working through these, as we're processing through our triggers, as we're processing through all our emotions, that starts to come to service, right? And our subconscious starts to deal with a lot of the things that it's suppressed for a long time, and that manifests itself in our dreams. Yeah, and you know, it's funny. It's not funny. I always say that. I guess I have a weird sense of humor. But people start to represent certain things in our dreams. Like for a while, I didn't recognize that every time my mom came in my dreams until this last weekend where I had a wild one, my mom represented my insecurities, I didn't recognize that, you know, and I think it's 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 just crazy because sometimes like, oh, my loved one visited me in my dream, you know, but they were acting a certain way. Sometimes that's not your loved one visiting you, you in your dream. Sometimes it's your brain trying to make sense of a certain emotion or a certain event. And they try to tie it into a specific person because their brain is really your brain takes in, we have like, I think it's for the average person, like 60,000 thoughts in, like a, in, a, in a minute, right? Someone that's high functioning. And with that being said, our brain is taking in an insurmountable amount of information at all times. And so at night when you're sleeping is when it's trying to process everything. And so sometimes that person that you thought's just visiting you, that's not what it is. Your brain is trying to make some type of a correlation for you. Yeah, that makes all the sense in the world. And once you start to analyze your dreams and start to see them outside of, you know, being crazy, um, you can start to recognize what it is that your subconscious is trying to relate to you, right? Exactly. And, you know, oftentimes people tell me, I've had the same dream over and over and over. It must have happened to me. Dreams aren't factual. Dreams aren't always an indication that whatever it is you dreamt of definitely happened. Dreams are metaphorical. So it's really learning to, you know, assess your dream and be like, geez, you know, thinking about it, writing it down, looking for elements. There's metaphorical representations in there, but not literal. And I think that that's a, a big point that I think a lot of people miss. Yeah, especially with recurring dreams, right? If you have the same recurring dream, that means there's something that you are not addressing, right? Your subconscious is telling you this is happening, but you're not addressing it. And that's why you're continuously having that same dream. 
You know, I can think of a dream that I had a numerous times when I was little. And when I was little, the dream that I had, I had a very big backyard and there was this big tree, two trees, and I used to swing out of it and I used to ride my power wheel back there and it was, you know, whatever. But there was the woods that I used to go and play in. And I always had this dream that I would get lost in the woods, that I would go back there and I'd walk into the woods and it was a completely different environment, like Bridge to Terabithia, if you've ever seen that movie. And I never could make sense of it. There were like smaller animals that walked around. And then when I got older and I started to think about my dreams and what it could mean, I started to think about like my reality wasn't what it was. You know, I had this delusional take that everybody in my life, you know, was a certain way. But my dream was trying to tell me like, no, honey, you are living in a completely different world. And I think having that dream over and over was just my brain's way of trying to make sense of like the world that I was living in wasn't the world that I thought I was in. And, you know, because I definitely didn't get lost in the woods and I definitely didn't have animals that were my friends. So it was kind of wild. But taking that time to really assess the dream from that standpoint was Healing but sad at the same time that that's how my dream was trying to compartmentalize everything as a young child. Yeah, it's definitely interesting to analyze some of the dreams we've had in as ch as children, right? Now that as adults, we can kind of look back at those and say, oh, and start to make those correlations, right? Make those connections where, uh, you know, even back then, my self-conscious was telling me something that, you know, I wasn't even ready to um, process at that time but it knew you know my brain knew you know something else something else is going on so it's interesting again if you guys remember any of those dreams that you had as a child trying to you know analyze those for yourself will give you a good direction as to you know where you were and maybe where you are now yeah, you know, I think it's important to, I always talk about an investigative journal and, you know, you should have one for the work that you're doing, but you can have one just for your dreams. You can write down the night and, you know, keep it by your bedside and sit down. And if, the second you wake up, before you do anything, write it down. Or if you wake up in the middle of the night, jot some things down and write it down. And then you take that time to look at it. And over time, you can find themes and patterns and behaviors and thoughts and emotions. And it can be so healing because it kind of validates the fact that your brain's doing a pretty damn good job for having trauma, right? We always sit here and we beat ourselves up because our brains don't work or why can't I think a certain way? But when you're sleeping at night, your brain's doing all the work in the world to try to help make sense of what you couldn't make sense in waking hours. And so I think it's really cool if you can take that time to write that stuff down because, you know, it's going to reveal stuff to you that you need to heal or it's just going to reveal messages to you that you never thought about. All healing is is aha moments, and your dreams are a perfect opportunity to get some of those. Yeah, absolutely. Writing them down right as you wake up is a great way to just to capture them because I know if you're anything like me, like I forget the dream, you know, a couple seconds after I wake up, or you know, so a lot of the times I don't I don't dream a lot, but um, when I do dream, for the most part, I forget them by the time I you know I wake up. I'm like I felt like I dreamt all night, and I'm sure you guys have the same feeling, right? You feel like you've dreamt all night, but you can't remember any of the dreams that happened. But the ones that kind of stick with you, like I had a dream a couple nights ago that you helped me interpret, right? That just stuck to me, right? Like it was kind of a visceral response. And, you know, I'll be happy to share that with you guys. But you helped me really decipher what that was, right? Because when I had the dream and I told you the dream, like to me, it was just like, this is just a crazy, you know, nonsensical. But you picked up on it right away and you said, oh, that's what this is. 
And and that was a big aha moment for me because I was like, yeah, you're right. That makes all the sense in the world, right? And I think a lot of it, again, as we're going through our healing journeys and as we're exploring things that we or bringing to light things that we had suppressed or our brains had suppressed, you know, you start to have these uh, these crazy dreams of, of, again, just your subconscious just processing through this stuff, right? Like I, I, we've been walking a lot more. Yeah, we've been walking what, like four or five miles a day. Yeah, exactly. And I and I used to tell you all that all the time, right? As a as a young child, I would walk a lot, right? It was, you know, I I never really took the bus, so it was a couple miles to to middle school yeah. and then a couple miles back home, right? So I was always walking, and that was a good time for me to process, you know, what I was feeling and what I was thinking, because I'd always just use I'd I'd love to walk alone by myself. Because just the quiet of my head, especially in the city, because it's always very loud, right? Everywhere you go. But just to be able to quiet myself down, quiet my thoughts down, to just think about what was in, ahead of me or what was going on at the time, it helped. And now that we've been doing a lot more walking, a lot I've been dreaming a lot more. Yep. You've been dreaming a lot more. And it's probably about the last five weeks or so. You've been walking every day, starting your day off like that. And um, you've been dreaming a lot more. And your dreams have been much more vivid, you know, a little bit more intense. Um, and so, you know, whenever you're ready, you can kind of share that. And we can kind of talk about that. And I can take the lead with what, what came from it. But... It was kind of wild. We were yeah. walking and you said to me, you know, I had a weird dream last night. Well, you put those two together, right? We were out on our walk and we were talking about some of the dreams that I, that I had been having. And then you, you, you made that correlation. You said, do you think that maybe due to the fact that you're doing so much more walking yep. and sitting with yourself... Your body's like, oh man, your body does, your brain is reptilian. It has no idea. It just thinks that, oh, he's doing all this walking again. And when he was doing all this walking again, he was a lot in his head. And the, and so basically what happened is there was some regression there because his body felt like he was walking to cope versus now he's walking to be healthy. And so I think that triggered some stuff going on in your head. And it's funny because we had, um, we do our monthly calls with some of our patreon one of the tiers our top tier does a call with us every month right yeah and there was one of, i'm not going to mention any names but there was one of our our members ha was dealing with some, a situation and i had mentioned to her i said you know think back maybe it was like the summertime yeah it, it could be seasonal something might have happened around the same time well that's why you're con you're having that same reaction you know again subconsciously sometimes we have these moments that we that that we reenact i guess right in our in our subconscious because it goes back to something traumatic might have happened around that same time and then our bodies just react it doesn't know any better than okay um you know summertime the days are longer and then something might have happened cellular memory exactly and then your body just responds to that then nothing may be happening but it knows it remembers it creates that marker in that timeline and it repeats that action every time. So it was it was really interesting. And if you guys, we can't say this enough, if you're not part of the healing community, 
definitely oh, you sh- yeah. should take advantage of it. Like I said, we have a, a personal call with our top tier members. Month. Yeah, two, two of the um, tier two and tier three, we have a, two calls a month, which are Zoom. They're like group counseling sessions. They're awesome. We also, if you're in the top tier, I do workshops every month. You know, so if you don't have therapy, can't afford therapy, or you've just had a bad experience, it's 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 literally it's it's a great idea and there's no commitments other than the commitment to yourself yeah so if you guys are interested you know there'll be a link in the description join us and you you will be able to have more of those types of discussions but anyway back to the our dream right the dream that i had it was it was really weird i i can relay it back to you because because remember we discussed it several times but it started I don't want to say it started because there was a lot of a lot of things going on, but I'm going to key in on on the thing that we we really we were really able to uncover, and that was the big part of it. It was it had to do with my mother, and if you guys listen to the podcast, you, you kind of have a little bit of history of how um, you know my mom's a narcissist, and and dealing with that was was a struggle obviously as a child. The dream was with my mother, and I had this feeling like she was she was after me. Cause she wanted to eat me. Like I felt like a cookie or something, right? She was going <laughs> to eat you. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? And I, and I wasn't a child in the dream. I was kind of an adult, but I, I had that feeling like I got to get away, you know, because this, this woman's going to eat me. Right. And then, um, and then, you know, at, at some point she caught up to me and then I had to confront her. And I remember just like, you know, physically, you know, assaulting, but it wasn't her anymore. It was like just a, a, a sheet of metal. It was a sheet of metal with her face on it and I was banging on it with a hammer and I'm like, you know what I'm saying? That was my way of like of protecting myself. Right. And then that's pretty much kind of where I woke up. Right. Like I I woke up like, (laughs) what the hell is that? You know, what what just happened? And then you almost immediately said, like, oh, I know what that is. Yeah, exactly. So why don't you go ahead and let them know? Okay, so once you told us me, I recognized because you had some triggers over the last few days. And then when you're telling me, I was like, wait a minute, you know, the the metal is, is reflected, you know, it's reflective. So, you know, your mother's still kind of like, even after all these years, she has her little her claws in you because it's a projection of what's unhealed inside of you coming out into other things. And so, yes, that the metal was the projection and your mother coming chasing you like you were cookies, like your mother was all consuming of you. Like, you know, she was still swallowing you up and you were still projecting that into other scenarios and other situations in your life. And your attempt to like smash that and hit that was was literally just your attempt to to free yourself and to destroy that. And your your brain was trying to tell you that like, you know, this is what you need to work through. This is what you need to pound out. Like this is where your healing is going to come from. It's really destroying that, destroying that projection and that mirror image on that sheet that that was. And and you were like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly kind of, once you said that to me, I was like, yeah, that that has to be it because that made so much sense. It was the all-consuming, obviously, it's just it's not my mother because she's not really, you know, she's not a part of my life at this point. Right. So it has nothing to do with her. But it's my projection of those traumatic experiences, those triggers that I still carry that are all consuming. Right. They're the trauma that happened that is still triggering me to this day is consuming me. And again, it's just and it's not her anymore. Now it's just the projections of her 
that are causing me to feel this way, right? And that's that was representative. And it's interesting that you say that now because it's like, it, even though it's a projection, right? It's almost a mirror. I couldn't break it because it was steel, right? It was a steel plate. Yep. So even then, my my subconscious is telling me, you know, you're having trouble with this right now, right? You're having yeah. trouble with these projections. So it was a- This per- is problematic. Exactly. It's a perfect opportunity to start to analyze and go back and say, hey- how, why am I feeling this way or how, you know and and it was I had there was a lot going on and there was a lot of issues that that had bubbled up that made me feel like you know again I felt like like that little kid that didn't have a lot of control yeah I thought it was wild and it, I thought it was such a beautiful moment in your own healing journey in ours together as a couple to like you shared that dream with me and like right off the bat, my, you know, my little therapist hat went on. I was like, boom, this is what this is what it is and, and how it makes sense. And we were able to, you know, share that moment, you know, together. And that's 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 what healing is all about. You know, if you would have just kept that dream to yourself, like as eh, that was a freaking weird dream, but you shared it. You know, and, and, and I think that that's what's beautiful within the healing community, too, is like we share things, we talk about things, we process things, we analyze things. And that was a very vulnerable moment for you, too, to be like, oh, man, you know, it's like, how is this still affecting me all these years later? Like we talked about that, like how is she still has this grasp on me? And I and I think as much as you felt like, you know, that woman is, yeah, I'm, I'm done with that and I've moved past it. There's still not enough distance between you and that. Doesn't matter how far you've gone away from it; it's still in there. And so it's now you know that on your healing journey, you have to start breaking some of that stuff up. And your dream was just kind of like a text message to you saying, "Hey, what's been happening? This is what it is. So you're struggling with this, and this is why. And and I think it was beautiful. Your brain just kind of gave you an answer. Yeah, absolutely. The you know the scars of our trauma can run deep. And that's, I guess, the message we want to give you guys is it's okay, you know, to have these lapses, right? And we talk about this, that journey is not linear, right? It's not point A to point B and you're good. It is a lot of, you know, winding turns, right? A lot of sidesteps, right? And sometimes you have these scars that even though you feel like they've already, you know, healed, sometimes they get pulled open. You know, and it's okay. It's okay to let those bleed out and say, "Hey, we need um, new scar tissue there," or you know, a, a new a new band. We need to drain this pus. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's a this analogy. this scar is infected, so we need to open it up. We need to clean it out and sew it back up, so that you can kind of move on, you know, from there. So it's like having an infected scar that you unfortunately have to rip open. As long as you felt like you've been away from it, as distanced as you are. Yeah, and, it, and like and I said, clean it, it. exactly, and it has nothing to do with her because she's been out of our, you know, our life for a while. But so it's not have to do with her in particular. It's not her causing, you know. But the the trauma that happened a long time ago is still rearing. It still has its hooks in in me, and uh, like a lot of you guys out there that listen to us, you know, these things still can bother us, right? Can still trigger us, uh, you know, even though we work. We can work out the bigger triggers. There's these small, subtle triggers that we still have to grapple with from time to time. And sometimes it's those small ones that cause the biggest freaking problems in your life because they're just there. They're constant. You know, it's these little things. And it's so important that, you know, now that you've recognized that or now once you've done your, your dream analysis and you understand that, what do you do with it? You know, it's like, okay, 
Now I understand that this is the stuff that I have to work on. It's like, what do you do with it? And so at some point you can feel really overwhelmed with like, oh my God, I thought I was so far away from this. But that's actually some of the work is just recognizing that you're not as far away from it as you thought you were. So you need to readjust and you need to ask yourself like, okay, how can I stop allowing this person to live rent free in my body? Because that's what's happening. They are just, their memory and their words and the trauma is just inside of me. How do I process it? How do I get it out so that it's not interfering with my other relationships you know it's learning that and it's sometimes there's no direct answer and that's the scariest part it's just knowing that it's work to be done and just trusting yourself and trusting your dreams as they come up to just pull information from there to the best of your ability yeah and you know sometimes it just that acknowledgement is all you need like that's all i i normally need right once i acknowledge that then that kind of sparks that trigger in me right that's like okay I, I get that. I see where that came from, right? And knowing where something comes from is is almost half the battle, right? Understanding that, oh, that's not me right now, but that's a remnant of what happened a long time ago. And understanding that, that's when it starts to heal for me. For me. Yeah, and, and you know... Not for me. Let me. Just, I'm going to need a plan. I'm going to need action steps. I'm going to need a bullet journal and maybe a YouTube video. But I'm okay with that. That's just how I am. You've always been the type of person that once you have knowledge of something and it makes sense to you, you try to work on it internally. It doesn't mean you're always successful and stuff like that, but that seems to work well for you because you're always in your head anyways. For me, I need to learn to get back in my head so I can work with some stuff. So for those of you who aren't like Jay and you're more like me, totally fine. It's okay, no shame, no guilt. We will, you know, I can also whip up something for the healing community to start teaching you how to assess your dreams. What were the key takeaways from your dreams and what steps can you take? Kind of like a little checklist, like a little map. Um, and I think that, you know, we'll all start an analyzing our dreams together. And it might even be cool in one of our Zoom calls this month of, hey, is everybody taking the, the time to go through their dreams and, you know, have my take on it, have our take on it, have everybody's take on it. And again, that's just what healing is. But it's important that we understand that our dreams are important our dreams are messages from the self from our subconscious and although they're not facts and you definitely weren't you know hitting your mom with a hammer um her image on that and in in the expression of it and the inability for that image to break was just your dream saying hey you're struggling with this kid and that's pretty much just what it was so you know take don't take your dreams with a grain of salt take them Thank you, you know, thank your brain. Thank you for giving me this information. Let me see what I can do with it. And if you have a wild dream where you just can't make any sense of it, you still write it down because you might have something that comes up a few weeks later that you're like, oh, I think that would actually go with this or I think that could go with that. Just take it as information and you don't always have to do something with that information right away, but you'll have it. Yeah, that's a great point because that's that's happened uh, to us before as well, right? Where you've had a dream and then months later, you know, you'll say something and we'll be working through something and, I'll, and, you know, I'll point out, oh, remember you had that dream and that that kind of made sense. And there's those aha moments again, right, where your subconscious knew what you were what, what you were working through away you were going before you knew it. So it's interesting and it's it's a good point. You know, always write these things down or try to remember them. So record them in some way or form. I, I probably should keep a uh, journal for you since you tell me. <laughs> oh, I know. I tell you everything. Well, we talk about everything. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you should, because <laughs> I I I'm one of those person people that I don't like to write down, and we preach on journaling and keeping a record of things. But you know, if you're more like me, 
and don't like writing things down, then, you know, record it on your phone. Yeah, that's a good you know, idea. Use your voice. Have a record of some sort. Exactly. Just have a record of it, right? So record it on your phone or on your computer or whatever. Just somehow document what your what the dream was or even how you felt. Sometimes how you feel in a dream can help you decipher what the meaning is too. So, you know, how you feel in, in the dream, like, you know, like, like I said, right, I had that it wasn't so much like she was after me with like teeth, but it was the feeling that she was trying to consume me that that you know gave me a, a hint. I didn't or mean to laugh when you said gave that you, you, a hint. you thought you were like a cookie, and I don't know why I just. But that's kind of what I felt <laughs> like, like. I, I pictured did. you as a cookie, and your mom like give me that cookie, like, like coming after you. But the, in, but that's again, how it felt. That's right? how body. it felt. Exactly. It wasn't. It wasn't so much like the but actions in the dream, but it was the feeling. But wait, let's talk about this for a second, right? Like flight. Like I want to run away from that. You know, that's what you felt like. It was chasing you. You know, it's it's crazy. It's crazy when you think about these things. I could do dream analysis all day. I love it because it's so. I don't know. I I find it fascinating. I, I read up on it all the time. You know, I've I've actually spent hours for myself understanding it and i like helping people figure what that stuff out is because there's 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 clues you know it's it's like being a little you know treasure hunter it's like an archaeologist like you're digging deep to see what what is this and and putting pieces together yeah you always love detective work uh you know in my past life i wanted to be a detective that's what I wanted to be. Well, that's kind of what you've become, right? You're like a trauma detective now, right? You, you yes, I hold up that little. Yeah, because it's it's crazy, especially like we were talking about our Zoom calls, and I I've seen you do it, and I, I'm even impressed because someone. Why, thank you. Because you know one of our member, you know we've had some new members, and they'll come on and they'll share just a little bit, and you'll right go right into it. Like I know what that is. And it's just like it's even even for me, I'm like, wow, like you figured that out. Like it took you two seconds. But you are you're like a trauma detective. So what you're saying is that my initial dreams to become a detective actually did come true. Yeah. And yeah. You see how that all worked out? You know what? My favorite cases when I'm coaching is when someone comes to me and says, I don't have any trauma. You know, I had a really good life. I'm just experiencing this. And I just pull out my little magnifying glass and I find it all. So thank you for saying that. That that actually made me happy. Thank you. Well, you deserve it. You deserve the credit. You were hard at your craft and you're very good at what you do. So uh, so kudos to you. And, you know, you guys, if you haven't, if you're not part of the healing community, if you're not part of Patreon, consider it. You know, even if you come in um, just once or twice just to just to listen to us uh, live or, or whatever, I think it's worth it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's fun. And I, I know this is all about dream analysis, but I have to share something fun. I'm thinking that once a month we'll do a game night or something. We're kind of thinking about doing some type of a game night with our uh, our healing community members. Absolutely. I think it's definitely worth it. I know that when I was initially on my healing journey, it's exactly what I needed. And I think you and I kind of created it in that format to give what we've learned the hard way and to provide that community and that sense of togetherness um, I think we were able to put that together. So it's something I wish I would have had in the beginning. I think it would have helped me so much more. Yeah, definitely. I think. And if you guys, if you don't want to join the healing community, but you still want to support us and provide for us uh, for the podcast so we can continue to make content for you guys, you can still become a member and you don't, you're not obligated to do any of the stuff that, that, no. that you can do. So 
So by all means, check us out on Patreon, join or just contribute. Anything helps us continue to, to grow and helps us continue to help other people. So um, for that, we thank you. And I think we'll end that here. Um, I think it was a good podcast. I hope you guys got a lot of information and keep on healing, guys. So, guys, if you aren't following me already, you can find me on TikTok at Ask.Courtney, on Instagram at AskCourtney underscore, and on YouTube at AskCourtney. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future podcast, you can reach us at podcast with an S at epiphanymedia.com. We'd love to hear your stories, guys, so make sure to reach out. And as always, we're all in this together, so stay safe. Remember, there's no shame in asking for help. Till next time.